Hey everyone, this is Well With My Soap Podcast. Welcome to our very first episode. So I'm so excited to finally be doing this. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different. I'm going to talk about who I am, why I started this, and what God's been teaching me, and really where I see this going in the future. Since it's our very first episode, I didn't want to do something so formal. I just kind of wanted to share what I really see myself doing with this. And a little bit about who I am. I'm a stay-at-home mom, just turned 30. We have three boys, six, three, and seven months. My husband's in the military and this is actually his last year. He's supposed to get out next year and we have no idea what's going to happen after that. So everything's kind of up in the air for us. But the reason I decided to start a podcast is because I really have a passion for teaching and connecting with other women. And it has been difficult to do when you move so much. If you're familiar with moving and starting over at a new church, it can take a while to get plugged in. I would say it takes about a little less than a year to really get plugged in, to really get to know everyone. And so I wanted to have a ministry because we do plan on moving next year and I don't know where we're going to end up. I wanted to have a ministry that could move with me. And so I felt like podcasting was kind of a great way to reach other women, to encourage other women to pursue Christ. And that's really my reasoning behind it. To be honest, I, I hesitated for a long time on doing it because I didn't want it to fail. And I thought, what if no one listens to it? Just don't want to put myself out there. After talking to some people and just really praying about it, I really felt like, okay, this is what I want, I need to do at this time in my life. And so I was convicted that something I always say is God doesn't call us to be successful. He calls us to be faithful. In the same way, a lot of times we, we want to do these things and we want to try things, but we want a sure thing. And God doesn't promise us a sure thing. Sometimes you just have to put yourself out there and trust that God's going to take care of the rest. And that's really what I'm doing. I mean, if one or two people listen to this, I feel like that to me is already successful. Because my whole point in doing this is to encourage women to pursue Christ. And that doesn't matter if it's one person or a hundred people. I just felt like this is the best way for me to do this at this point. There have been so many stories that I've heard about missionaries and pastors that have been scared of it failing and oftentimes it does and you know what that's okay because God will use even our failures he will use that for his glory and he will use that to refine us and even when I did the blog I just thought what is the point behind this I don't want to waste my time when I can be doing something else but there have been people that have emailed me and said and not a lot of people it's been like two or three in all the years that I've been blogging and I said, but have said, thank you. You've really pushed me to read my Bible or you really pushed me to pursue Christ. I have felt like that to me has been worth it because that's really what we're here for is to point others to God. And if we're not doing that, then we're doing something wrong. And it doesn't have to be blogging or podcasting or a YouTube channel or being a pastor. There's so many ways to do that. It's going to look differently for everyone. I'm not saying that it looks a certain way, but if you do feel like God's calling you to reach out to that person at church, but you're afraid to or embarrassed to, do it. The devil wants us to be afraid and he wants us to not talk about God. I think with our generation, we want to do things in a big and grand scale and affect the world and influence everyone. But everyone starts with the person right next to you. It starts with your family at home, with your neighbor, your neighborhood, your city. If we all committed to doing things on a much smaller scale, I think you would affect so much more than us trying to do it 
to reach audience of thousands. So if you're feeling called to reach out to that person at church, the person no one talks to, or that person at school, I really encourage you guys to, to do it and to pray about it, to pray with them. God will really bless you when you step in faith to do something for his glory. And it might be uncomfortable. It might put you out of your comfort zone. But guys, that's when God uses us the most, when we're uncomfortable, when we're not in our comfort zone. And kind of to go along with that, I wanted to share with you guys something that God's been teaching me. I think I often search for meaning or purpose in earthly things. And they're not necessarily bad things. They're good things. Things like church ministry, just different areas of my life. But I think the problem was that I looked to those things. I looked to those things to bring me satisfaction, to bring me meaning. And I quickly found that really all of those things, they didn't lead anywhere. And what I mean by that was they didn't bring me satisfaction. They didn't bring me contentment. And so one of the verses that has really stood out to me is Ecclesiastes 1.14. If you're familiar with it, it says, I have seen all the things that are done under the sun. All of them are meaningless, a chasing after the wind. And if you've studied that verse before, what it's talking about is basically everything that we pursue here on earth is meaningless because it's not going to last. I kind of felt like I was in that place where I desired things that were not necessarily wrong, not necessarily evil, but just not God. And so I wanted to put all of my effort into these things and I wanted them to to give me some sort of satisfaction, to make me feel like, yeah, okay, I'm doing it. And is it, it's not wrong to put your best effort into everything. I, in fact, I think it's biblical. The Bible calls us in 1 Corinthians 10 verse 31 to do everything for, for the glory of God. But I think the problem is when we look to these things for fulfillment instead of in God, we seek these things. There are things that are not inherently sinful that can still pull you away from God. And that's to me, is the scary part because it can literally be anything. Like, for example, an Instagram. It's not wrong to have an Instagram. But if, it, if it's the first thing we do when we wake up, the last thing we do before bed, the thing that takes up most of our time during the day, then there's something wrong. Like, I recently read that the average teenager spends nine hours a day on social media. Nine hours. That sounds crazy to me. That's a full-time job. And I think the reason it's so shocking is because I could never imagine spending nine hours on Instagram. Like that seems like a complete waste of time, right? Because it seems so futile, like so, so worthless. But that's exactly what we do when we live life apart from God. We pursue things that don't really matter. Like if our house is decorated for Christmas and not that those things are wrong, but we put so much effort and emphasis and money into it. But do we give? Do we help people that need it? Are we inviting people over to our house for Christmas that don't have anywhere to go? And so I think sometimes we put the focus on the wrong thing. And I know for myself that was true because I seem to be able to have time to decorate my house and go on Instagram and homeschool my kids. And I have time to garden and do all these different things. But God was not a priority. Honestly, he was an afterthought. And I'm, and I'm really ashamed to say that, but that's really how I lived. I lived in a way where it said everything else is important. Being a mom is important. Being a wife is important. But being a Christian is not that important. We live this way and we would never say those things. I would have never said those words. But I lived in that way. I wasn't praying throughout the day. I wasn't asking God 
to help me every second of my day, to help me raise my kids, to help me be a good wife. I was relying on my own strength. And when we do that, we will find that one, we will fail. And two, those things won't satisfy us. You can be the best at something and it's not going to satisfy you like God will. That's what I found was true for me. And I think the problem isn't necessarily in the things that we pursue because I could name a thousand different examples. And really anything can be sinful if it pulls you from God, right? The problem is what we don't pursue and that's God. We want everything besides him. We fill our entire day with it. And funny enough, I kept asking God, what do you want me to do? How can I matter? How can I contribute to your kingdom? How can I minister? And his response to me was simple. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. It was right there. The answer was right there, but I just, I was too busy to read it because I was filling my day with so many other things. And I was convicted that I was doing all these things in my own power. And guys, when you do things in your own power, you're going to wear out really fast. You're going to get tired really fast. I say that from experience. When you do ministry in your own power, you're going to get sick of it. When you love people in your own power, you're going to get tired of them. When you try and raise your kids in your, with your own power, you're going to get annoyed with them. It's the truth. All these things are hard enough on their own, but doing them apart from Christ? Impossible. Impossible. I can't be the mom and the wife the sister, the friend that God calls me to be apart from him. I can't do it. I've tried it and I fail. Here I am. And I feel like, and it's going to sound cliche, but really when I put God first, everything else fell into place. Be and I think part of the reason that was is because those things didn't matter. It didn't matter how people saw me. It didn't matter whether or not they thought I was a good wife or a good mom. Other people's opinions didn't really matter because I was finally at peace with God. And I was where I needed to be, which was in his word and in prayer. And when I made those things a priority, when I made those things the biggest part of my day, it changed my life. I know there are seasons in life where things get really crazy and really hectic. But just like giving, you probably heard this from your pastor a million times. When you give, God blesses you, right? And in the Bible, it says, if you don't give, you don't need anything. And we tell our kids all the time. If you're not going to share your toys, you don't need more toys. And God tells us the same thing with our money. And so it's the same thing with our time, with our priorities. If you put God first, everything else falls into place. It doesn't mean your life will be perfect because my life is not perfect. I think, if anything, it's more hectic than ever. We're more unsure of what's going to happen in the next year than ever before. But we trust God. We trust that God's going to take care of us. We trust that we don't know what tomorrow will bring, let alone a year from now. And so all that pressure is gone because when you try and play God, it is so stressful. It is so hectic because you can't do that. You can't know what's going to happen a year from now. And it will drive you crazy trying to plan for that. It will drive you crazy trying to plan for your kids next 10 years. All you can really do is the next day. And that's what I found to be true for myself. When I just do today and today starts with God, today starts with full dependence on him. It's manageable. It's awesome. I love my kids better. I love my husband better. I'm a better friend, a better sister, better at my ministry because I'm not doing it in my own power. It's not up to me. The outcome does not depend on me. That's so freeing, guys, to know that, to take that pressure off yourselves. And I think that's why God calls us to do that, to depend on him because he knows we can't carry that. 
And so I encourage you that if you feel that, guys, give it to God and he will take care of it. I have seen so many situations that just seem impossible, impossible. And I just thought, there's no way. How is this going to happen? And God does it. I remember talking to RJ's aunt about where we're going to be in the next year. And he said, well, I have to find a job somewhere. And she made a comment and just said, well, God's got plenty of jobs. And it was such a simple comment, you know, but it, it really stuck with me because I thought, yes, amen. (laughs) That's so true. God's got plenty of jobs. Guys, God's got plenty of money, plenty of jobs, plenty of opportunities, whatever it is. I don't know your situation, whether it's health, money, kids, a spouse, a family member, whatever that situation is that just seems impossible, just give it to God. If it's school, if it's you wanting a spouse, really give it to God, guys, because I have seen God bring spouses out of literally nowhere and this person just shows up to church and a year later they're married. I have seen people get amazing jobs with no education. And, you know, I'm not saying that that's necessarily what's going to happen, but I am saying that there is such a relief that comes with giving it to God. And I've, and I've seen that in people's lives and I've seen the change. And there's no peace that anyone can offer you like the peace that God gives. But that's kind of my story. That's kind of what I've been going through in the past year and what God has taught me and is continuing to teach me because it's still a struggle for me. I can still get very much wrapped up in things that don't matter. But God's teaching me to just depend on Him. Every day I have to come before God and and just surrender my day and say, I can't do this without you and really pursue Him. And so I encourage you guys, if you're going through something similar, Read Matthew 6.33. Write it down. I'm sure a lot of you probably already know it. You probably already have it memorized. But if you don't, write it down, memorize it, and let it encourage you every day to seek God first. And I'm going to go ahead and pray and close this out. God, we thank you for everything you give us. You are the giver of good things, God. And oftentimes... We don't see those good things because we're too busy focusing on what we can control. I pray for myself and anyone who's listening that we would give it over to you, God, that we would know we cannot do it in our own power. We've tried and we've failed. And so we humbly come before you, leaving it all at the altar, leaving it before a God that is in control of all situations that has all resources available to him. You see our needs, God. You see our desire. You know us better than anyone. And so I pray that we would trust in you, that we would trust that you love us, that you want what's best for us, even if it's not what we want. I pray that we would just trust you, that we would trust that you're in control, and that we would trust that we don't see everything. We don't know everything, and we might not get the answers until we get to heaven. I pray for this day, Lord, for today, that we would seek you first. That we would make time, be intentional about spending time with you. Help us to seek you, Lord, because our heart wanders. Help us to trust you. Help us to say, it is well with my soul. Help us to really live that out, not just 
try and live it out. We thank you, God, because you don't leave us in our sin. You are good. You are gracious. And so I pray that we would rest and trust in that. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you have any topic suggestions or any questions that you might want answered on the podcast, please head over to Well With My Soul Podcast on Instagram and give me any suggestions on there. I would love to hear from you guys. You can also go directly to the podcast website and you can actually leave voice messages. I hope to hear from some of you on topic suggestions. I would love that. I hope you guys have a great day. Thank you so much for listening.